Ambition, 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 drive. I've been thinking about that a little bit today because I have this list of things needing to get done. I should actually print it out and do everything in my power to get those things on that list completed. Michael, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining this talk, this discussion. So I climbed tonight. There's a route that I have been working on. In rock climbing terms, they call it a problem. It's like a math problem, but it's more of a body, put your hands and feet in the right place at the right time and utilize different muscle groups at the right time and in the right place. So this route that I did was super cool because you start upside down and then you work your way right side up and then you do some things and grab some rocks and then all of a sudden you're at the top and you're done. But I've worked on it a lot and man, maybe four times during this, another term they, they use is session. Each, when you go to the gym, it's called a session. So this, this time I sessioned, this session at the gym, this time I went to the gym, I worked on this route. <laughs> I could just say, this session, I worked on this problem. That seems a little more difficult. I worked on this route tonight, maybe four times. And you start upside down, and there are moments where your mind says, I can't hold on any longer, so I'm just going to let go. And rock climbing is sweet because it's a, it's a dance with your brain, telling yourself, I can do this, I can do this. And I told myself I could do it, and I also prayed, which I give more merit to my prayer to Abba Father. And there was this moment where I almost fell, and I was just hanging on by my hands. And when you take your feet off the wall, you're expelling a lot more energy than if your feet were on the wall. I really like overhangs because I'm essentially upside down. And I've said before that I like being upside down. So I was working on this problem. I was working on this route. And I was hanging by my arms. <laughs> and I suppose instinctively, my body's like, nope, 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 not today. So... It would be very interesting to do a study of how much you're gripping onto the wall while you're actually climbing. If rocks, fake rocks, could measure the force. Ooh, that would be really cool. That's a really cool idea. That is a super, super cool idea. Wow. And then you could see... Oh, my goodness. Then you could see at what part of the wall you are lacking in strength and what part of the wall you are, say, overcompensating or grabbing or using a lot of strength. But of course, like everything, it's already been done. Yeah, so I did that route. I got to the top. A couple times before, I was past the very, very difficult part and thought, all right, I got, I got past that part. I'm going to be able to get to the top. No. Nope. I'm going to fall off instead. 
because that's really when you get in your head and you and you think you think you've made it. Just when you think you've made it, you don't. You don't make it until you get to the very end and you can rest and you don't have to work anymore. Wow, that's similar to what we've been talking about at church. Great. Christ Covenant, Sunday morning, South Buckhead. Come give us a visit, either at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or 5 p.m. Great time. Yeah. I've done some thinking since yesterday's recording. You gotta really get these things done. I mean, you can say no and just push them off and not do them. But if you want to get anywhere, like especially on the road, you gotta drive. And you gotta go a certain speed. Now you don't have to go as fast as other people do. And you can go slow. But then if you go really slow, you might get in an accident. Or someone else might hit you because they're going really fast. So life is this tango, it seems, where some people are going fast and other people are going slow. I'm content going roughly in between, which is the speed limit. I go slightly over the speed limit, two to three miles per hour. That's it. If you're just joining, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process my thoughts and explore stories and post them for those who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. I'm not doing this for social gain or to be a better human. I'm doing it because it's helping me process stuff. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so give them a listen if you haven't. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. Shout out to EDC Crate. If there is room for a coupon code on the website, use GQT15%. If it's not there, I'm sorry. Here we go. To when I play in the dirt. It's been a few months since I touched my garden. Granted, nothing has been growing, really. Sometime in October, maybe mid-October, or the first week of November, it got really cold, and I think it got slightly below freezing, and my pumpkins were hanging in there. And then it really got cold, and then my pumpkins died. I like farming. I like playing in the dirt. One night, I was looking for worms out in the dirt, and they were so difficult to find. Someone told me a really good way to find worms, and I forgot. It had to do with maybe getting the surface of the dirt wet, the soil. Oh, no, he said, if you're able to pass electricity through the dirt, through the soil, the worms will shoot right to the top, <laughs> which is incredible. I wonder how many worms you would find in a cubic yard. Dirt. Dirt is great. You're not going to be able to plant seeds unless you dig deep to put the seed where it needs to be in order for it to grow. <laughs> like when we were talking about last night, the seeds, you 
got to pick which ones that you're going to nurture and you got to protect them because if you don't, there would be a bird to come snatch it away. And this reminds me of a story in the Bible. The Parable of the Sower. Matthew 13, starting in verse 1. Here we go. That same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So, soil, sowing seeds, in order for seed to fall on good soil, it somehow has to make its way down into the soil. So likely it has to be worked. And God originally told Adam to work the soil. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Genesis 3, chapter 19. This is after they sinned, Adam and Eve sinned. Genesis 3, 19. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. That's not what I wanted to read, but I'm glad we read it. Mm, it is Genesis 2.5. Okay. This is before the fall. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no one to work the ground. Let's look at this. The Hebrew word for work the ground. Cultivate. Cultivate. La abode. I should take Hebrew. I had a friend recently pass away. Well, an old, old, old friend. My old boss. Who, after I had stopped working, I, he knew that I was going to Israel. <laughs> and I said, wait, no. And he said, how's your Hebrew? And I said, I don't know Hebrew. And he said, what kind of Christian are you? That was super sweet. So that's like another one of those seeds that I should learn Hebrew. Ooh, is Hebrew on Duolingo? Oh, man. I should look that up. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to look it up right now. I'm going to add it to my list of things. Yes. Duolingo Hebrew question mark? Right before car door handle makes soup and other things. But I need to prioritize these. Did we get to the lesson? Yeah. You need to work the soil. You need to work the ground in order for things to grow. Because things won't grow by themselves. 
You know, they say, if you work hard enough, you'll make it. Something like that. If you work hard enough, I do believe it will not be for nothing. That's a good word. That is a good word. To in the rock climbing gym is my friend. Oh, I've already spoken about rock climbing a couple times, and I've told you the lessons that I've learned from it. But rock climbing is my friend. I had this idea, this this desire, rather, to exceed my climbing gym visits from last year by one. At least. At least. And today, I did that. Today I did that, and I ended it with that route that I did where I started upside down and I turned my way around very meticulously and worked the different muscles in my body safely. Safely, safely, safely. I like climbing because it's my friend. And it's like, it likes me too. We're friends. I'm good at climbing. Climbing is good at allowing me to climb. But really, it's the God-given strength that I've been given. And the processing of the diamonds in the diamond mine of my mind that help. So when I'm at the gym, I try to be present. A couple weeks ago, maybe a week or two ago, I thought, you know, what's the point? I'm not enjoying this if I'm just focused on getting all the way through. Let's enjoy getting to the top. I know a lot of the time I can get to the top, and I don't say that to boast. I say that humbly because I know my limit, and (laughs) I have gotten very close to my limit, and although I am attached to a rope, sometimes it's really uncomfortable, and I just don't want to be there. But similar to what I said to my friend who was there tonight, I had a moment of kind of psyching myself out of lead climbing and it takes time to get like to ease yourself back into it it takes time it takes time it's like nurturing seeds you you can't you can't give a seed a gallon of water one it's not going to be able to drink it all but as it grows and gets bigger it likely might be able to drink all of that water and utilize all that and soak it all up in the roots I wonder if there's a correlation. Is there a correlation? Ooh. Jay, my agronomy friend from college, he was my freshman roommate. I need to ask him. Is there a correlation to plant size and how much water its roots can absorb? Is there a rate at which plants can absorb water? Anyway, rock climbing. This isn't about dirt. This isn't about planting seeds. This is about rock climbing. Hey, plants, when the roots are going through the soil, their roots are going to hit rocks, and they have to go away from the rocks and go around the rocks. I do like climbing a lot. It's taught me a lot. It's shown me a lot. I've done a lot of it. I wonder if Jesus ever climbed on rocks. Maybe sometime between when he was eight days old and that 12-year-old time, or maybe sometime between when he was 12 and 30. It'd be so cool if I could 
if I knew Hebrew. I had a moment when I was climbing outside and I got to the very, very, very top. I got to the very top of the route. It was very difficult. And I started crying at the top because it was a beautiful moment. And I remember feeling pure joy and presence with his spirit. And then I remember hearing him say, I need you to go back down there. I need you to go back down and do do something. Love people. Witness to people. Tell people how good he is. How much he loves people. And how broken the world is. world is. How much he will give you rest. That you don't have to work to strive to make it to the top. Because he's got you. He's like a rock climbing rope. You can rest at any moment you want. Now lead climbing, <laughs> you you get to the next clip and then you can rest at the clip, but then as you climb, you can't really completely rest until you get to the next clip. And to me, that kind of feels like a grace-filled faith versus a works-based faith. It's the biblical understanding of faith versus works. It's a debate that often comes up in discussions of salvation. There are many who say that a person is saved based on some mixture of faith and works. Biblical Christianity teaches salvation by faith in Jesus Christ apart from any works we do. Perhaps the best place to start is to clearly define faith and works. What is faith? What are works? There are a lot of religious perspectives that say, I need to do all these things in order to attain salvation or nirvana or inner peace, enlightenment, whatever different religions say. But the pure joy that comes, for me, that comes through knowing Jesus Christ personally is that I can rest, I can rest in knowing that I am secure, that he is not going to let me fall. Now there are things that I can do that can lead to me falling in certain ways, but ultimately my soul is secure. And how I live my life is dependent upon my choices. The quality of my life is dependent upon my choices. There we go. The topic, to win the rock climbing gym is my friend. It's offered a lot of things for me to think about. And I'm slowly getting into to running, exercising other parts of my body, which is good. But last, last thing I, I mentioned about wanting to exceed last year's gym visits by one this year. <laughs> I've really, really had to work hard this month. And if you look at the graph that I've charted, this is the busiest month of rock climbing that I've done in the last two years of being at this specific gym, plus or minus a few months. Paul said in 1 Timothy 4 verse 8, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> it's three feet by three feet.
by three feet. 